How's everybody doing today? My name is Christian Wagner and I'm the Militant Thomist. So today we're going to be talking about uh, something really interesting. I mean, I don't think per se this is this is an apologetic topic because as I always say, I never do apologetic topics. But Michael Lofton, he had a stream where he was talking about this uh, this talking point that uh, that Catholics often give. I'm not saying that he's saying it. I'm saying that he was covering this idea and some of the logic behind it. Well, they'll say that Catholicism, oh, as you can see, I'm not in my normal environment. This is just uh, my kitchen because my office is in renovation, as I said. But this idea that Protestantism bad because subjective, Catholicism good because objective. And uh, he, he had a pretty good presentation of that. And this is not the one up him, but uh, it just gave me some thoughts. Um, it gave me some thoughts. And I think a helpful way of going about this that can give us a reason to count for how this argument can be used is actually uh, found in Aristotle and some of the category um, distinctives he makes when it comes to approaching a, a, a certain science, well, really a certain object and applying that science to that object. So I will share my screen real quick. This is pretty um, impromptu because I just was listening to the video last night when I was working because this is obviously ahead of time. I'm not live right now, guys. So don't ask me questions. You can just give me super chats if you really enjoy. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so this just kind of sprang up to you because I was reading this section in the posterior analytics. And as you can see, I even go to Aquinas.cc for my Aristotle reading too, just because of how based it is. Okay, so this is... Um, this is about four questions which pertain to science is one way or another question of the middle. So there's four, four questions that uh, Aristotle is going to lay out and then Thomas is going to explain. I'm just going to give you my own explanation because it's a bit um, obscure in, in how Thomas explains it. So quia or whether the connection of an attribute with a thing is a fact. And then these, that's not going to really be really be important for us. I'm really more focused on these last three. So propter quid, or what is the reason of the connection, or really why? CS, which is very rigidly translated, if it is, or whether a thing exists. And then the last one is quidest, or what is the nature of a thing? So these distinctives in theology are very important. This first one, propter quid, or really uh, the why behind something, that's going to be, um, some people could place it under the science of uh, properly speaking dogmatics, but more of the nature um, that's going to, this this may belong uh, to the science of apologetics a bit more so, is this is the idea of uh, providing a justification um, for uh, kind of pro, uh, first things, prolegomena, um, uh, fundamental authorities and stuff like this. Um, if, if we're treating the uh, general system of theology, this would, uh, I guess, kind of fit under apologetics, um, coming that uh, assent to authorities and giving the reasons behind um, assenting to those authorities. That actually might be in quia. Um, so yeah, these, these two are kind of a bit convertible for our purposes here, uh, applying these rigidly to theology. And then CS or um, if it is or whether a thing exists, that's a, um, 
that's dogmatics. So dogmatics has to do um, specifically with the fundamental propositions or the uh, the articles of faith. And um, this last one, quidest, uh, that's called, uh, or what is the nature of a thing? That's uh, in the realm of uh, scholastic theology, scholastic theology as, um, as some authors put it, or uh, systematics as others other authors put it. And this is um, taking those articles of faith and then expanding upon them, giving some of the inner logic, but also uh, taking them to some of their conclusions. This would be in the science of, of um, systematics. So why does this, why does this all matter for, for this question? Uh, you may be wondering of uh, objectivity and subjectivity, because um, when when you get uh, the the Protestant affirmation that uh, the Catholic is just as subjective as the, um, and I don't, I don't necessarily like this argument, but I just thought this was a cool way of, of, of looking through this argument, that the Catholic is just as subjective as the uh, Protestant. This is really on the question of propter quid. So yes, when it comes to both Catholics and Protestants coming and justifying and uh, coming to believe that uh, that those fundamental authorities, such as the magisterium and mm-hmm. such as sacred scripture, scri- scripture, I promise I can talk. This would be under a uh, propter quid. This would be kind of under the the why part of it, under the apologetic scenario. And in here, yeah, yeah, where none of us are born with uh, a sort of objective inborn knowledge of the authority of holy mother church this is something which is um which comes in comes in uh before really we we start to do theology logically speaking um in the order of of theology but when it comes to siest so this gap between propter quid and siest so whether a thing is and then kind of the why behind it so uh when it comes to uh, those fundamental justifications, uh, th- this jump uh, for a Catholic would be objective. But for a Protestant, this ju- jump would be, generally speaking, subjective. Uh, now, what's the reason behind this? Because um, when, when we speak of something that is objective... Uh, I, I I prefer to speak of this in terms of infallibility, infallibility, uh, but but as it may be, um, when it comes to uh, a Protestant conception of this, whether a thing is, it is going to come from. There's this little middle gap we have here, because propter quid, the authority gets formed, and then there's a judgment which is made on this authority. And then from this judgment made on this authority, you get uh, whether a thing exists. So that whether a thing, that'd be whether a dogma exists. So go from authority to whether a dogma exists. So I guess a Protestant uh, could say that the every single proposition, uh, well, the just my only dogma is just the words of sacred scripture. But obviously, if you're if you're a Protestant with an IQ above seven, then you'll you'll see that's a bit stupid. But when it comes to going to articles of faith. That is, it's in between these two. And from here to here, uh, obviously through the, the mediation of the um, faculties of judgment, you you come up with whether a thing exists or whether dogma exists. That's what I mean by thing. Uh, 
you're going to get something which is uh, subjective and, and fallible. And then especially when you get to Quidest, when you start to take those articles of faith and then expand upon them into the science of, uh, of systematic theology. But for a Catholic, what you have is um, you have uh, a division which is made down here, um, justifying something which is material. So sacred scripture uh, is the matter of the, the thing. And then something which is formal and instrumental, which is going to be, um, well, well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll use language like that. Formal and instrumental, which is going to be uh, Holy Mother Church uh, speaking through the magisterium. So uh, what advantage does this have? Because wouldn't a Catholic down here, I hope you guys can see my mouse. I've, I've noticed that I've been pointing with my mouse. I hope you guys can see that. Probably not that big on your phone. But in this little space between Propter Quid and C Est, you have this, um, this, you're standing right there, and somebody may object. Well, when it comes to um, the fact that you have uh, those fundamentals of faith, you still have to make that judgment of whether a dogma exists um, through uh, in, in judging what the magisterium says. But it is a bit a bit different um, when it comes to a principle which is um, purely material and something which has both matter and form. Because when it comes to sacred scripture, sacred scripture does not come uh, with with articles of faith attached to the back and a little. Uh, the Apostle Creed doesn't come uh, at the end of sacred scripture, and. Um, you could say that that's something which is which is purely material, and then the form has to be provided by a subjective principle. So the form taking the matter which is sacred scripture to the form which is a dogma, um, the the mediating instrument of that would be an individual. And but in the in the case of a Catholic going from um, fundamentals to dogma, it is something which is subjective because the form is. Uh, is provided for you and in the form being provided for you, uh, somebody may still, uh, say, well, you still have to make a judgment, uh, based on, uh, the essence or nature of this dogma. But again, that pushes you into quidest. So you have, you've kind of shot yourself in the foot right there because that does push you to quidest and not uh, really siest. CS with dogmatics, you're still going to be objective. Making a judgment about the nature of a thing is going to be right here in the in the realm of systematics. But somebody may uh, still affirm, uh, well, there's still those propositions that you're that, that you're forming to assert the existence. And that's fair enough. But still, when it comes to the formal principle, it's a uh, it's a formal principle which is self-reflective. So when it comes to the the magisterium of the church, it's still um, this this self clarification which can go on on the fundamental nature of a thing, and not necessarily the the nature of the thing expanded into the science of of systematics. Okay, I hope that was helpful. Uh, trying to answer this question from uh, from Aristotle, and uh, oh yeah, I forgot to forgot to advertise for myself. I always forget to do that. Um, remember to become a patron, patreon.com slash militant Thomist if you want more content. And if you uh, like what I'm doing and just want to help me out, uh, it's any amount. You get free PDFs, free articles, free videos. Um, it's definitely, if, if you hate me and you're just here to hate me, 
uh, you still get enough out of being a patron to uh, to make it worth your while for sure, for sure. Um, and then also uh, subscribe and like this video and uh, share it with everybody. And um, that is all. So I will just put my, oh wait, do penance for the kingdom of God is at hand. Glory be to God.